Welcome to the program today. Mono Gonzalez here in studio with J.B. Hickson, and we are going to be talking about really the question that most of us are, what in the world is going on? And, and so before we do that, I want to remind you of a couple things that are going on here at Prophecy Watchers, and that is uh, our upcoming conference in October. Uh, if you can go to watchersweekend.com, uh, J.B. is going to be there along with many of your favorite prophecy teachers. And as always, we're going to be discussing the current events. We're going to be seeing the way that uh, the Antichrist system, the B system, is well on its way, uh, as, as well as our country. I mean, it's amazing what's happening, and all of us are wondering and watching to see how much and how fast uh, this coming uh, system is, is being put into place. I also want to remind you of, of, of the rest of the places that you can see so much more of our content. Uh, you can find us on our YouTube channel. You can go to theweekinbibleprophecy.com to see our daily podcast. Uh, you can go to Rumble. We're on Spotify. We have a lot of places you can go and, and find us. If you go to prophecywatchers.com, you can see all the other places as it relates to our social media and other things, and we encourage you to check that out. But the question before us today, JB, welcome. Welcome, thanks, great to be here. What in the world is going on? It, it's a great question, and, and you have a, a DVD series out with eight, eight messages with that exact title. Kind of give us the background of, of how this came to be. Yeah, I think uh, what's interesting is that these days with everything that's been happening, just in the last three years or so, even unbelievers are starting to wake up and think something's not right. There's a, some kind of deception. Nothing is as it appears. Um, <clears throat> people are thinking of it in terms of some kind of a deep state or a global elite, or there's just some kind of behind the scenes power that, that's there. Now we know, obviously, as biblicists and Christians that this is God's plan unfolding precisely as He said it would. Uh, but in the DVD series, we really just try to tackle some of the key components of this massive uh, global satanic reset, as I call it, and, uh, and, and awaken people to how that fits in with Bible prophecy. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the, the Agenda 2030. It's, so many people, I watched this particular DVD and I was like, this is so good. Uh, it's as if they have been, when we say, well, let me say start there, who's they? Okay, uh, we say they, sometimes it's casual, who's they? Yeah, so if we understand the Bible, uh, there is a grand conspiracy that involves Satan, evil spirits, and human accomplices uh, that are seeking to take over the world. A conspiracy is just two or more people or entities working together for nefarious means. The greatest conspiracy of all time that we read about in Scripture, for example in Psalm 2, is Satan working with the powers of, of earth to try to defeat God and, and, and take over the universe. So they ultimately is the evil empire led by Satan. You know, he tried to stage a coup in heaven. Uh, that didn't work. So now he's got his sights set on uh, the earth. Uh, but in terms of his human co-conspirators, and I kind of outlined this in the DVD series, it's everything from global world leaders to industry titans to secret societies to uh, you know Luciferian literal Satan worshipers that are getting their marching orders directly from him. It's kind of a complex web of uh, human beings that are some of them wittingly, some of them unwittingly, working at the behest of Satan to try to accomplish his goal. You know, it's interesting too, I've watched over the past few years, uh, maybe even longer, that uh, the unbelieving world likes to throw labels around, and I've written on this as it relates to, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. And, what, and if you're a Christian, what JB just said is so, it's absolutely true. If you're a Christian, do not shy away from that. I think too often, we go, oh, I don't want to be considered this, or even the movie Conspiracy Theory. We've seen all that in the last 20, 30 years. But if somebody believes the Bible, 
I mean, we, Genesis 3.1, this guy shows up on the scene, this, this Nachash, this, this serpent, whatever, the, the, the cunning one. He shows up right there, and he's been active ever since. And he didn't just say, oh, you know, I'm, I, I guess I didn't get my, my plan there. He's relentless, and he does have uh, what you said, not only uh, supernatural co-conspirators, but he has enlisted two, sometimes two, um, un or two willing human conspirators to join him. Uh, the Bible says he's the ruler of this world, he's the God of this age. I mean, we have all these passages. I, I, I think it's concerning to me why many Christians who believe the Bible, but yet shy away from that. Yeah, they've just bought into the lie. You know, uh, I've talked elsewhere about the origins of the term conspiracy theorist. And, and, and by the way, in this age where people are uh, allegedly being able to just kind of pick their pronouns, I want to be right up front and say, I identify as a conspiracy theorist, and my pronouns are told you so. Yeah. So, you know, today's conspiracy theorist is tomorrow's headline. And so yep. a conspiracy, again, is, is nothing, you know, bad in the sense that it's it's not it's just two or more people working together to, to accomplish something evil and we see conspiracies all around us so uh, yeah I mean there's no doubt that the whole world is under the sway of the wicked one first yep. John 519 as I've mentioned before when things are heating up on earth which nobody denies that they are in every conceivable sector you know militarily global governance, economically, uh, you know, the whole transhumanist agenda and AI and biodigital convergence. I mean, on every front, we see things heating up. When we see that, that means things are heating up in the heavenlies, which is where this battle really originates. Yeah. As Christians who take a futurist view of the book of Revelation, we're not surprised by any of this. I, I have some friends that are um, uh, maybe preterist or partial preterist, and uh, they love Jesus. You know, mm -hmm. that's, that's fine. But they're lost. They, 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 they recognize something, but for them and their, and their theology, they have no place to put any of this. But yet we come and, and we see some of these things, and we go, well, the, the, when, when the tribulation begins, it's not all of a sudden overnight, we go from Mayberry to world government, right? Right, yeah, no, it, it doesn't happen uh, just on the turn of a dime. It's a, it's a setting of the stage. And for 6,000 years, ever since that battle in the garden, you know, Satan's been laying out, you know, his plan and, and working hard to kind of accomplish this one world system. But I'm glad to hear you say that about, you know, our brothers and sisters who may take a, a slightly different view or in some cases a major different mm -hmm. view. It's not a matter of uh, whether they are believers or love the Lord. They just have a different hermeneutic. And, mm -hmm. and you're right, a lot of people are, are sort of trying to find a way to make sense of what's going on in the world. And some of the competing views of Bible prophecy just don't make sense. Mm -hmm. But when you understand the Bible in its literal, grammatical, historical sense, uh, and you trace God's plan of the ages from Genesis to Revelation, it's an exciting time to be alive because really things is. are falling into place. You know, that, that, and that's what I see too. You know, we, we try to be uh, certainly loving and kind and, 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 you know, gracious to those that disagree with us. And I have found that the biggest distinction that I see is for those that often have a different view is, uh, it, is, it is hermeneutics, and, and they'll approach the prophecies of Jesus' first coming very literal, mm -hmm. and then uh, even salvation very literal. But when it comes to future uh, eschatology, somehow they change it in the middle, and then they, they become figurative or allegorical or typological, and you're like, well, why would you do that? And that right. That's where it is. It always comes back to hermeneutics. Yeah, I mean, it, there's no justification for it. You know, uh, you read prophecies like Isaiah 7, 14, and they'll readily admit, yeah, Jesus was born of a virgin. Mm -hmm. Or Micah 5, 2, he was literally born in Bethlehem. Or the John the Baptist forerunner passages in mm -hmm. Zechariah and Malachi. But 
uh, all of a sudden you get to passages like Ezekiel 40 to 48, and that's one big giant metaphor. Yeah. And it just doesn't make sense. I mean, uh, it's a inconsistent. But, you know, let's be honest, uh, dispensationalists have been somewhat inconsistent yep. at times, you know. Mm -hmm. So as Ryrie points out, the, the core, you know, one of the sine qua nons of, of dispensationalism is a consistent yep. literal grammatical historical hermeneutic. We want to be consistent in how we handle Scripture. So before we get started here, uh, as it relates to some of the details, we're going to take a little break where you can see how to get our magazine. In our magazine, once a month, uh, we cover all these topics, current events, uh, up to date, and great authors. Check it out. In case you haven't noticed, the whole world is spinning out of control. But we are not surprised because many of the things taking place were prophesied in the Bible thousands of years ago. That's why we want to offer you a very special subscription to our magazine, The Prophecy Watcher, that will keep you on the cutting edge of Bible prophecy. Stay informed on prophetic world events. Follow the nuclear threats from Russia and Iran, China's march to world domination, the likelihood of another global pandemic, the rise of artificial intelligence and transhumanism, war in the Middle East, the UFO phenomenon, and the latest technology preparing the world for the mark of the beast. With your gift of $50 or more to support the worldwide outreach of Prophecy Watchers, you will receive 12 issues of the magazine in either print or digital format. You will also receive 10 bonus DVDs that feature in-depth teaching on the ancient book of Enoch, Heaven and the New Jerusalem, the biblical case for the rapture, a look at how God put the gospel in the stars, what really happened at the Tower of Babel, and Ezekiel's prophecy on the battle of Gog and Magog. This special offer is available anywhere in the United States with free shipping included. Don't wait. Pick up the phone right now and call the toll-free number on your screen or visit us at prophecywatchers.tv. Stand with us today and help us take the message of Christ's soon return to the whole world. Well, I do hope you get our magazine because, again, we're going to continue until Jesus comes to write and to keep everybody informed and encouraged. This is a time to be encouraged. It's not time to be fearful at all. And, but yet, this is, this is a good segue because when we think about, uh, let's talk about the they. We talked about who they were. But they've given some time frames, and the latest thing that people talk about is Agenda 2030 and the SDGs, and let's talk about what that is and really what we're seeing that they have put in advance, and yet it's coming true. Yeah, it's a fascinating uh, segment of the DVD set, um, and I, I, when I went down this rabbit hole, I just couldn't believe what I was reading, because they have been, they being the Luciferians that are rolling out this plan for a one-world system, they have been telegraphing this for almost a hundred years. Uh, the, the, the decade of the 2020s has been on their radar for almost a hundred years. In fact, I talk in that segment on about how uh, Alice Bailey, who was a disciple of Helena Blavatsky, was channeling a demon whom, whom she named Master DK, and allegedly that demon was telling her 2025 is going to be the key year. And this was, you know, it was published posthumously. Remember Alice Bailey and her husband are the ones that started the Lucifer Publishing Company back mm -hmm. in the 20s and 30s. Uh, but anyway, so way back then, she was targeting, you know, and talking about from a demonic perspective, the year 2025. 
15 times in over 10,000 pages of her writings, she actually cites the year 2025. And I give a few of those in the DVD. So, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's amazing that they've been, you know, patiently, systematically working out their plan. It started in 1992, uh, it didn't start, but this was one of the big hurdles that they, where they moved the ball forward, was uh, the Rio conference in 1992 mm -hmm. with Agenda 21. And that, of course, Agenda 21 stood for the 21st century. So they were eight years before the turn of the century. They were saying, okay, this next century is going to be our century. Yeah. We're going to roll it out. Then as we got further in, we saw some key events in the first uh, two decades of, of 2020, key life-changing, you know, world-changing events. Uh, uh, one of those happened in 2001. One of those happened in 2020. Mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, they start talking about Agenda 2030 which was rolled out in 2015 uh, in cooperation with the UN and the new Pope at the time. And they, you know, America signed on. Uh, and, uh, and this was uh, the, the plan to have everything in place with these eight you know, rules that we've all heard about. You'll own nothing and, and like it uh, by the year 2030. And then in my research, what I found is in their own writings, they were so surprised at how easily they, they were able to get people to come along with the, with the COVID-19, some of the you know, medical tyranny and the things that came along with that, that they actually moved up their timetable. And now they're thinking they can actually reach the finish line before 2030. Mm -hmm. So then you, you factor in things like, um, you mentioned the sustainable development goals, but also the digital currency mm -hmm. and the Fed now, which is set to roll out in America in uh, this summer, which is kind of the backbone that will uh, you know, the, the, the streets, if you will, that the digital currency will travel on, uh, the, the uh, you know, infrastructure of it. Uh, then you've got, you know, the central bank digital currencies throughout the world. All of this rapidly coming together in this decade. It's the most exciting time to be alive if you understand Bible prophecy. You know, that, that's, I'm glad you said because I was thinking that exact thing, that I hope that as you hear some of these things and, and, and be informed that this excites you. Uh, now, it's, it, is, um, it takes a very intentional uh, spiritual effort to not get caught up into anxiety or fear. Uh, we always, when, we, when those things come in, we, we replace it with truth that God is sovereign. That was one of the things that, that you talked often in there, was we see all these things and we see all these, these machinations, these, these behind the scenes, but yet where's God at in all this? Yeah, so, I mean, that's why, first of all, it's so important that everybody have a relationship with Jesus Christ to begin with. And one of our passions at Not By Works is the clarity, accuracy, and urgency of the gospel. And so, you know, step number one is to make sure you've trusted in Jesus Christ and Him alone for salvation. You know, He came, died for your sins, rose again the third day, and He offers freely to all the gift of eternal life, paid for with His own blood. And if you trust in Him and Him alone for salvation, then you become a child of God. You're no longer a child of wrath. Jesus says you've passed from death to life instantly, and now you're a, you know, a part of the family of God. Uh, but for believers, even though we have that security in Christ as being a child of God, uh, we still have this tendency to look at all these things unfolding and get scared. But this is where we need to remind people, you're never to be scared. Fear is not of the Lord. God has not given us a spirit of fear. But we are supposed to be prepared. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's... Uh, it's not unlike what God's people, going back to Israel in, in, in ancient times, or the church in the early days of the church and for 2,000 years, people, God's people have often faced difficult, horrific times of persecution and so forth. And 
you know, we look to them as heroes of the faith and we want to emulate their faith. Hebrews 11 is a great chapter that reminds us how God's people, you know, have trusted Him. So, you know, this is not new. It's new for us in the sheltered world of American evangelicalism, but it's not new historically. And this is when faith becomes sight. This is when we really exercise our faith, walk by faith, not by sight, and trust that the Lord is working out His plan. Now, you know, if you have that perspective and you understand that life on earth is just a speck on the timeline of eternity, as Paul says frequently, our home is in heaven anyway. We're just sojourners and pilgrims passing through, as Peter calls it. So, you know, we need to keep that perspective. And as long as God has us here, keep our eyes on the goal, looking at Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy set before Him endured the, most, the worst possible persecution and torture, the crucifixion, uh, and, and finished the race. And so, uh, you know, I think uh, it's, it's easy to get caught up in the anxiety of it all, as you said, but if you have a biblical worldview, really we look beyond that and we say, wow, you know, like you and I have talked about, you know, the, the temple being possibly rebuilt, the red heifers, all of these things just seem to be pointing toward events of the tribulation. And if that's the case, that means the rapture is even closer. Yeah. I think for us too, as you, 2 Peter 3, 9 comes to mind that God is not willing that any should perish. And so here we are in its midst, uh, as we wait, God is not waiting. God's outside of time. He doesn't wait. But in our perspective, we're waiting and watching. But we also know that God has, uh, has in this time frame, this is one of the best times you could ever have uh, for evangelism. Because we have all these, uh, these convergences and these corollaries between what Scripture tells us about what's going to take place. And we're seeing it. And, and some of the topics here that, that you bring up in this particular um, teaching on the Agenda 2030, they, they have plans for depopulation, for complete tracking, tracing, uh, the ideological revolution, the destruction of private enterprise, the abolishment of constitutional protections, uh, the violent uprisings through political and racial discord, hello, uh, this, the goal to eliminate gun ownership and to marginalize and eliminate beliefs in God. This has been their um, public agenda for a long time. Has, have we not seen this at least oh, in the yeah. last three years? I mean, at, at an escalated scale? No question. It's an upsurge in every one of those categories as we talk about in the DVD set. From an American perspective, they've said and, and telegraphed forever that America is the one thing standing in their way of this one world system. So they, the Luciferian co-conspirators on earth, got together around the turn of the 20th century and decided systematically to set about destroying this country. They did it through education, through big pharma, through technology, through banking with the establishment of the Federal Reserve and several other things. And all of those things have been working toward this, this agenda. Now, it's in some respects, it's taken a little longer than some of them thought, because even though from a demonic perspective, you know, they were targeting the 2020s, you know, the globalist, uh, you know, Luciferians on earth, the big power brokers, the political leaders and so forth, they wanted as fast as they can get it. So they tried to roll it out with World War I and the League of Nations. They tried with the United Nations after World War II. We see, you know, the World Health Organization and, and those, the World Economic Forum. Notice how all these organizations have world in it, right out of the book of Revelation. Uh, but nevertheless, in the last three years, it's just been a full-on blitz. It's like, you know, they know the time is short. Uh, they see that now's their opportunity. 
people are more deceived than ever before, 2 Timothy 3.13. And so they're, they're throwing everything out there. And, and you, you called it. I mean, all of our constitutional rights are being shredded. Uh, Time Magazine did a cover article a few years ago with a picture of the Constitution going through a shredder, and the caption on the cover was, Does It Still Matter? And they're conditioning people that, you know, we have no First Amendment, no Second Amendment, as you mentioned, no Fourth Amendment, you know, all of these uh, foundational rights uh, on which our country was built are fading away. Um, you know, we see them fomenting unrest. You know, God is a God of unity. Satan is a God of disunity, you know, little we, g. It's that propaganda that yeah. is getting thrown out there to, to foment, to create this division. But you just see how they're contributing to this exact thing. Yeah, they're, they're definitely creating sides on every front. And conservatives need to be aware of this, too, because we are falling into their trap in a lot of ways. Like, for example, this border crisis. You know, they've got people say, oh, we need digital IDs for voting or digital IDs for that. Well, that's exactly what they want. It's classic Hegelian dialectic. Create a problem for which they have the solution, which is really what they wanted all along. So we want to be careful what we wish for. Um, you know, as I've talked about before, remember when we build walls, they can keep people in as well as they can keep people out. So there's always another agenda. It may sound philosophically good or it may resonate with us on certain principles, and, but you always have to dig a little deeper. What's the real agenda? And uh, absolutely, they're wanting us to fight. They're creating an environment for civil war so that they can justify rolling out martial law, rolling out the gun confiscations, um, uh, and, uh, and it's all happening very, very fast. Yeah, you're going to want to see uh, these eight DVDs uh, because the goal here is to be equipped. Why? For the sake of, again, for the sake of not only helping to help people understand uh, the reliability of Scripture, that prophecy is being fulfilled, but the goal is to evangelize them. So take a listen. If you're familiar with the prophecies of the Bible, the crazy things happening in our world haven't taken you by surprise. Prophetic events are accelerating at a breakneck speed, and we have front row seats to what the Bible calls the last days, the times right before the rapture of the church and the start of the tribulation, a time that Jesus called the worst time in the history of the world. It takes courage to share and write about the things you're going to hear in J.B. Hickson's two groundbreaking books and DVD sets. These are sensitive, off-limit subjects that one must approach very carefully with spiritual discernment. You may be familiar with the subjects we've discussed today. The World Economic Forum, the Great Global Reset, Klaus Schwab, and the plans to fundamentally change the world we live in a new government-controlled digital currency, Mark of the Beast technology, and the plans of the World Health Organization to bring the whole world, including America, under their control. The Bible tells us that this is all part of the march to globalism and one world government, the system of the Antichrist. JB has produced two excellent DVD sets, What in the World is Going On and the Spirit of the Antichrist, Nothing is off-limits as he discusses the march to globalism, secret societies, the UFO phenomenon, the surveillance society, Christian persecution, end-time preparedness, the Antichrist system of control, and the coming One World Religion. These two sets are available individually in our online bookstore or as part of the J.B. Hickson DVD package. These two sets represent 
31 hours of deep research on 18 DVDs, yours for a gift of $100 or more to support the work and ministry of Prophecy Watchers. Just call the toll-free number you see on your screen where operators are standing by 24-7 to help you. Or visit our online bookstore at prophecywatchers.tv. JB has also produced The Spirit of the Antichrist, Volumes 1 and 2, on the dangerous times we live in. The two books are available individually or as part of the J.B. Hickson book package for your gift of $60 or more to our ministry. And as always, every order includes shipping and handling anywhere in the USA, along with a free DVD bonus, our thank you gift to you for your faithful support. The world we live in is changing quickly. We know all of these things must happen before Jesus returns, and we do believe He's coming soon. So make sure you know Jesus as your personal Savior. Thanks for watching today, and as always, keep looking up. Well, as we come back, uh, I hope you get the DVDs because I was impressed by all the research that you did, and you're not just up there talking. You're going, hey, here's proof. Here's an article. Here's the CDC. You know, here's the government saying this. Here's this person saying that. I mean, it, it was tremendously uh, powerful. Uh, one of the things that I want to talk about as well in this is uh, one of the, the DVDs talks about can we trust the government? We don't have time to get into all the details, but uh, I appreciated that because as a pastor, uh, you know, I, I was pastoring during the, the whole last three years, and I was surprised, honestly, by the average Christian, again, loves Jesus, but they were so willing to believe the government. Now, I've always kind of been skeptical for a variety of reasons, because when you showed all the ways in which the government, the government's not 100% lies, but when you look at their history, they certainly are untrustworthy. There's an interesting psychological phenomena here with American, especially American conservative evangelicals. Uh, some people have called it American exceptionalism. But if you just strip away the biases and look at it through Scripture, we know that the heart of man is desperately wicked, and we see both in the Bible and history pretty wicked, evil people. And intellectually, most American Christians know that. They understand the evils of Stalin or Hitler or Lenin or Pol Pot or Mao or, you know, you name it. Mm -hmm. But somehow we've been conditioned to think that that depravity sort of stops at the beltway around Washington, D.C. And we would say, well, they would never be that evil, or nobody in Washington would be that evil. And you're right, Mondo, there are a lot of God-fearing, patriotic people that are trying to make a difference in American politics. But by and large, if you don't first come to grips with the reality that there are some pretty wicked, controlled men and women within American government, that are working at the behest of the Luciferians, then you're gonna, you've already kind of lost the battle. And so in that particular segment, I, I document many, many examples through American history of the American government lying to its people willfully and intentionally, uh, you know, turning on its people, hurting people, experimenting on people. So, and I do that just to remind people that, you know, look, uh, American politicians have a sin nature too. Yeah, I think that uh, the powerful thing is that we, we need to realize that there is a deep state. That's not a conspiracy. And, and another way to call it is the permanent state. These are the people that are in power for regardless of the administration. Oh yeah, no question. It's a false left-right paradigm. I've talked about that elsewhere. And uh, 
you know, they, 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 part of this fomenting is they want to get people fighting so that they can uh, march the agenda forward while we're distracted over here about, you know, Fox News versus CNN or this conservative pundit versus this progressive pundit when really nothing ever changes. You know, it's controlled opposition is what they call it. JB, appreciate yeah. your time. I wish we had more time today, but uh, appreciate you watching this week. As always, uh, more than anything else, will you pray for us? I and mean, we are really on the front lines of trying to get the word out. Uh, we get to have great guests come in and speak for us and, and interview, but we can't do it without prayer and your support for sure. Uh, the enemy's out there. He does not want this information to get out. Uh, there is an agenda, and we feel we feel the persecution. We feel the attacks many times, but your prayers are more appreciated than you can ever know. So appreciate you watching this week. We'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.